I can't have extreme hunger because I'm already weight restored. Raise your hand if this is what you are thinking right now. And even if you're not physically raising your hand, I know you resonate with that thought. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this episode. In all seriousness though, I get it. You are not alone. I know you feel your extreme hunger is wrong because I've been exactly where you are. In fact, my own extreme hunger didn't start until I was deemed weight restored. I thought there was something wrong with my body, that I had somehow gained weight incorrectly, that my body was broken, and that I was just going to gain weight forever if I gave in to my extreme hunger now. Well, rest assured that did not happen and honoring my extreme hunger actually gave me the ultimate ticket to finally reach full recovery from my eating disorder. It was scary as hell and that is why I am in your ears today my friend to explain why you have extreme hunger right now and what you can do to fix it. So without further ado, let's dive in. Welcome to Live Label Free, the podcast where we talk about all things eating disorder recovery, autism, entrepreneurship, and so much more. I'm your host, Livia Sarah, and my mission is to inspire individuals from across the globe to live a life in which they feel fulfilled and free from limiting labels. I am so excited to have you here and cannot wait to dive into the episode. First off, What does weight restored mean? In order to understand anything related to extreme hunger while being weight restored, it is critical we define the term weight restored. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines restore as to bring back or to put back into a former or original state. According to this definition, weight restored thus means that the former or original weight has been achieved. However, when it comes to eating disorder recovery, or recovery from any illness for that matter, restoring weight or returning to the weight prior to your eating disorder is often not enough. Aside from the fact that the disorder often starts at a much younger age and your weight as a child should be nowhere near your weight as an adult in most cases, there are countless other factors that are overlooked when it comes to defining an individual's quote-unquote target weight. For starters, there is absolutely no way for any doctor or health professional to determine what weight is healthy and optimal for your specific body. I did record a podcast episode called The Simple Truth About BMI, which I highly recommend you listen to if you are using BMI as a metric to deem yourself as weight restored. I will also link it in the description below for easy reference. Moving on, the human body is one of the most complex biological systems that even the most advanced researchers and scientists cannot fully understand. So, how on earth can we expect a single doctor, or even worse, a simple math formula to define what that system is supposed to look like? We cannot. Period. 
Now that we've gotten the basics out of the way and know that weight gives no accurate representation of health, let's dive a little deeper into why returning to your original pre-eating disorder weight is not enough. Say you are someone who developed an eating disorder later on in life and you maintained weight X for decades before losing weight and spiraling into an eating disorder. If you were then to return to weight X in recovery, that would mean your weight restored, right? Not quite. Technically, if you were looking at the dictionary term of the word restored, sure. But as we just learned, weight is no measure of health, especially when you are looking at the impact that an eating disorder has on your body. Your quote-unquote weight may be restored, but what about everything you cannot see? Your bones, your organs, your hormones, your thoughts. If you are still experiencing mental or physical extreme hunger, clearly there are parts of your body that are not restored. So this whole worry that weight restored should equal an absence of extreme hunger is ridiculous because the two are completely unrelated. I prefer to use the term health restored instead because similar to the approach I take on in one-on-one coaching, the term health restored takes on a holistic perspective and encompasses all parts of recovery, not just an arbitrary number on a scale. So if we cannot solve our extreme physical or mental hunger by reaching a certain weight, how do we get rid of extreme hunger? That's where the terms energy deficit and energy debt come in. Are you ready to kick extreme hunger to the curb and finally feel satisfied in every sense of the word? Well, you are in luck because I have created the world's very first course that teaches you exactly how to beat extreme hunger and overcome all of the challenges that come with it. Whether you want to learn how to get rid of mental hunger, heal your digestive issues, accept weight gain, let go of food guilt, or all of that and more, my course, Extremely Hungry to Completely Satisfied, is the all-in-one resource I wish I had during one of the scariest periods of my life. Full of video presentations, lessons, and worksheets, my course combines scientific research with years of personal experience to yield a step-by-step framework that provides you with tangible action steps. People who have worked through the course have regained their periods, let go of food guilt, and completely shifted their mindset to come from a place of fear and scarcity to a newfound love for life all in just eight weeks. The best part is, I am so confident that this course is exactly what you need to achieve a life of freedom that I offer a 100% satisfaction, risk-free guarantee. Meaning, if you go through the course, put in the work, and don't get any results, I'll give you a full refund, no questions asked. So truly, you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Enroll in my Extreme Hunger course today by clicking the link in the description below or visiting the link livelabelfree.com forward slash extreme dash hunger dash course. That's livelabelfree, like the name of this podcast, 
youtube.com forward slash extreme dash hunger dash course. I am beyond excited for you to let go of a life that revolves around food and instead gain a life that revolves around your life. After all, you've only got one. Now, let's get back to today's episode. If you have not yet enrolled in my course, Extremely Hungry to Completely Satisfied, I highly recommend you do because I go in-depth in explaining these terms and how they relate to recovery and extreme hunger. For now though, I'll give you my basic definitions and an example to understand the concepts better. Energy deficit is when your body is receiving less food than it needs to function optimally. You are not in energy balance, which will result in metabolism adjustments. This is also when the body will start to utilize its own tissues and organs for fuel as there is not enough energy coming in. Energy debt is the result of prolonged energy deficit causing a negative energy balance in the body. When it comes to understanding complex processes that we cannot see with our physical eyes, I love using metaphors that most people are familiar with. In this case, it can be helpful to compare energy debt to financial debt. Here's an example. Imagine a pandemic hits and you unexpectedly lose your job. You have no idea how long this will last, so you continue your day-to-day activities in the hopes that the world will open up again and you will just get your job back. Then months start to pass and you realize you have to be a lot more cautious with spending. Yet, you still have to pay your monthly rent, your taxes, your electric bill, meaning other non-essential costs must be cut. You must economize just like your body does when it shuts or slows down bodily processes. Your heart rate will slow, your metabolism will adapt, and you will lose your period if you are a female. Your body is doing everything it can to conserve energy. For a while, you can sustain this, but there will come a point where the low estrogen levels due to hypothalamic amenorrhea start to cause bone loss and the slow heart rate leaves you at risk for death. In the example of finances, you will have to start using your credit card and start to build up credit card debt. The longer you have insufficient income, the deeper and deeper you will fall into debt and the more money you will have to pay off in the long run. Then, finally, there was a vaccine for the virus that caused your job loss in the first place and you get offered a new opportunity. You jump at it and you have income again. This means you can finally start eating again. Yay! The money coming in, though, is now just enough to stop using your credit card. But that doesn't mean you're still not elbow deep in debt. For however long you were in energy deficit, you now have to make up for. In recovery terms, you have to make up for this with food. You now not only have to continue paying your day-to-day expenses, so fueling your body to support bodily functions such as breathing and digesting, but you now have years and years or however long you were in energy deficit of credit card debt to pay off. So what do you do? You start saving. Now is not yet the time to buy luxury items, so you're not yet going to start repairing bodily processes that are non-essential to life, as that would be silly considering 
All this money you still have to pay back to the bank. After months of saving, you start to feel more relaxed around food and you no longer feel like you are living paycheck to paycheck. Yet, you still have to be careful with expenses and you need to save even more money than you are spending in order to pay off the buildup of debt. In recovery terms again, this means eating more than you are spending. So in order for your body to trust you again, you must prove that there is energy surplus, which is why you should aim to overshoot your pre-eating disorder weight. The importance of weight overshoot is another topic that I have an entire presentation on in my extreme hunger course. So my friend, you are seriously missing out if you are not yet a course student. With that out of the way, let's talk about why the onset of extreme hunger occurs only after you have already gained a significant amount of weight. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, this was one of the most confusing parts of extreme hunger for me. I was within the normal BMI range and was told by my doctor that it was okay for me to maintain my weight. So I thought there was surely something wrong with me if I wanted more food. Well, let me tell you again, there was absolutely nothing wrong with me and there's also nothing wrong with you. The very fact that you are experiencing extreme hunger right now and not when you were at a lower weight actually makes complete sense. Let me explain. Just like in the financial example I just shared where one will only start buying luxury items again when they can trust that there are enough savings in the bank, the body will only send out hunger signals when it trusts that there is a reason to. When you are in chronic energy deficit, the body believes you are in a famine environment and thus will not waste its precious reserves on sending out hunger signals if it believes these will not be reacted upon. But when you start to eat adequately and gain weight, your body learns that it is in fact not at all in a famine environment. Again, yay! It's finally safe to send out hunger cues because your body now trusts that you will honor them. Unfortunately, it is often during this time that people in recovery try and suppress physical hunger or distract themselves from mental hunger, falling into common diet culture traps that you're quote-unquote just bored and you should just drink some water. But let me tell you now, do not give in to these traps. Ignoring your extreme hunger is incredibly confusing to your poor body that believed there was enough food around because now it is once again convinced that there is a famine. And just like anyone would do in a famine, you start obsessing over all the food that you hope to one day eat when the famine ends. In order for your body to fully trust you again and ultimately fully recover from your eating disorder, it is critical that you respond to all of your hunger, physical, mental, and the other two forms of hunger I teach in my course. Now, you may be asking yourself, what if I never stop eating? I know that's a huge fear I had during my own period of extreme hunger, but ask yourself this instead. You think your body is doing this for fun? Is just playing games with you to make you miserable? Stop bullshitting yourself. You have a ton of internal repair work that needs to be done. And this repair work requires a ton of food. 
Literally, if you are constantly thinking about food, there is a reason for it. And that reason is that you are not at a healthy weight. Because a healthy weight is a weight at which you are not restricting yourself in any way. So, let's stop using the term weight restored to measure the validity of your extreme hunger or your place in recovery at all for that matter. Full recovery is not about weight. It's about a shift in overall well-being and ultimately a shift in mental state. And that is all I have for you today, my friend. I hope you got a ton of value out of this episode. And if you did, please, 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 please screenshot you listening to this, share it on your IG stories, and tag me at LiveLabelFree so I can send you a DM and just tell you how happy I am that you're listening. Everyone deserves to honor their extreme hunger because everyone deserves to fully recover from disordered eating. I am always here to support you and I'll catch you in the next episode.